live. Welcome to Nerd News Now, everybody. <laughs> All right. This I is the that, portion of the evening. I feel we, like we are live, right? <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm going for the world's longest hair. I Kyle's think I going for the world's knowest hair. And Brady's going for the biggest beard. I mean, how you beat on the longest hair? Well, you probably do have the longest hair. I bet you, if you if you unraveled yours, it would be heck along. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I, you, got I, haircut, I, you got a haircut before you left. I can tell your beard is lower. Is <laughs> right. I got my. I went and actually had a barber uh, who works with a straight razor line me out on Thursday. Uh, which is something I've not had done in a long time because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was in, uh, it was uh, one of those barber shops like you see in Luke Cage too, like an oh, old school, old, you know, old school barber shop where like they know what they're doing. It was terrifying, but it was awesome. But, you know, that happened after I drove all night to get to Baltimore. And it was well worth it, right? Oh, absolutely. Did you get to wear your purple suit? I did. You want me to go get it? I can put the coat on. Did you did you feel snazzy? I did. Well, so interesting thing about Kyle. When Kyle puts on fancy clothes, he usually winds up either falling asleep or um, not where he's supposed to be. So a few years ago, I won Best Toledo. Uh, for my comic book shop and went to the fancy party. They called my name to give me the award. And where is Kyle talking to the caterer? Because two of the guys who work for the caterer, I went to high school with, and I found them more interesting than the other winners of the awards. I go to, I go to this fancy party and I fall asleep in the booth next to the DJ because I'd had such a long couple of days. I just was able to get comfortable and let the subwoofer, you know, <laughs> vibrations lull me to sleep. That's the way to do it. So I'm gonna go get the code. I'll be right back. Show and tell. Talk about movies. Talk about movies. Well, I went to go see Venom this weekend. Actually, we went to go see it earlier than that. We went on Thursday night. And yeah. it was and exactly like what it? I wanted. It was very funny. Funny in a ha-ha funny way or funny in a what the heck is this funny? No, funny the same way the first movie was, where it was very, it was, you were supposed to laugh at the interaction between Eddie Brock and Venom and think that was hilarious. And then have, you know, a bunch of situations that make you giggle a lot. They, they do it on purpose, right? It's supposed to be slapstick. You know, like him being tossed around and falling on the floor is really my style of comedy. Like if someone falls over, you do look way more respectable. <laughs> That's a fancy suit. I look vaguely like Kingpin right now. Wouldn't be vaguely. <laughs> uh, almost exactly. Yeah. I think, it, I don't know if Kingpin wears glasses. You take those off and. Yeah. But then I can't actually see you. Uh, we would get you a fedora. <laughs> I don't have a fedora, but uh, oh, you got a cane. 
Is it a cane or a magic wand? Uh, it's a it's a cane. It's long. It still looks like a magic wand. <laughs> uh, how do we do this? Uh... It's very long. Okay, yeah. So you watched the number one movie. What about number two? I didn't, but um, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Everyone was talking about it. Adam's Family, I believe, came in second this weekend. Oh, did it? Okay. Um, and um, Shang-Chi, I believe, is number three. Which, you know, which is a very good, considering it's been around for, what, uh, six weeks now? Five weeks now, right? I kind of knew that would have some legs, because it's, it's a really good movie. Number four, we've got the man, the many saints of New York, and that's the one, uh, that's like early life for uh, Tony Soprano. Soprano, yeah, yep. Isn't it Number, it's actually his son, right? Yes, it is his son playing that. So, which is you know, which uh, of course everybody's contributing to the resemblance. Of course, you know, father and son look alike. And this number awesome. five, we had Dear yeah. Evan Haynes or Hansen. Is it Hansen? Yeah. And I'm a little disappointed to see this. Uh, looks like Free Guy fell to number six, but it's also uh, been out for eight weeks. So that's, I guess that's pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, if it was like normal, it should have just fallen straight off the charts by now. Yep. True. Um, and of course, running at the top seven, we got Candyman. Do you think that like uh, that horror films have a like a longevity to them that other films can't reach just because because of their nature that they you really take your take your date there to have them jump into your arms and take care of them? I think horror in general has a longevity a lot of things don't see. I mean, I spent my whole weekend celebrating a horror writer who's been dead for a hundred and seventy two years. <clears throat> but that's Poe, man. Poe's right, right. No, no. But I think horror as a whole, because being the thing, the same thing scare us now as scared us then. True or, to the extent, yes. You maybe don't have to worry as much now about being buried before you're dead, like falling into a deep sleep and having your family think you're dead and yeah, putting you cool. in the ground. Um, but things like. The darkness and spiders and, you know, that kind of stuff still scares people. So there's a level of horror has a staying power. Um, you know, one of the one of the one of the one of those stories we celebrated this past weekend at PoFest um, and it won our award that we give away the Saturday Visitor Award uh, is a is a radio drama of a story called Hop Frog. And if you don't know Hop Frog, it's about a, 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 a dwarf who, after the king hits his girlfriend, basically emulates the king and all of his court. Which is this classic revenge tale, right? Like, don't you be mean to my girlfriend kind of... So, for me at least, I think... Huh? I think some of these things, the horror and the macabre and the revenge kind of stories continue to resonate even after 
the time of those sort of actions have passed. Makes sense to me. So what, so, what is y'all's favorite horror films? I don't know if I have a favorite um, Endgame? <laughs> no actual horror film. Stop um, it. I'm a Bella Lugosi, um, uh, 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 Boris Karlov horror kind of guy. I love the old Universal monsters. Um, anything black and white. So Nosferatu, maybe the original. Wow, you're going way back. Um, way back. <laughs> More modern, uh, I really have enjoyed. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the new Halloween. Come on, Kyle. We just talked about your favorite one just, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? <laughs> I, having seen many, many trailers for the new Halloween, it has the makings of taking the top of the list. Oh. Interesting. You think it can live up to the previous or the original Halloweens? Well, so many of the original characters and actors are back. I don't know if that's a plus. I mean... I mean, like, from the very first one. Are, are we talking about characters or actors? It's just... Kind of both. There's a level of this is... Well, this is not the final story in this saga. It is the penultimate story. So a lot of open um, sort of threads are being tied off. Can I just say how much I appreciate Jamie Lee Curtis just being herself on film so that mm -hmm. women can see what the reality is of what women look like at her age. Right. And not, she and she not, looks good. Yeah, she's awesome. And I, I just love people like her. And there's an, another uh, thing that's out right now on Netflix that's a regular series that has a Scorny Weaver, fully Scorny Weaver. There's no pretty makeup on her. I'm just like, girl, you just show them what being a tough woman is. That's being a woman. I you read an interview. I read it or I read or listened. I can't remember if I listened to it. might've been listened to an interview with Gina Davis. And she says, if there's a movie that they write and they call me and they say, we want you for this movie. But I have to do two and a half hours worth of makeup to look younger or to look perfect or whatever anymore. I don't do it. I have kids. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, it's cost. She said it cost her a lot of work, but that it's made her a lot happier not having to do that. Well, you know, she's at the point in her career where she can actually make statements like that and, you know, um, not have to worry about it. She's financially stable now and everything. So, but a lot of a lot of other actors don't have that luxury, unfortunately. Uh, I wish they did. You know, it would be nice, but a lot of them don't, unfortunately. You know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys can. Hear. <laughs> like, is there a cackling ghost in your house? Is this becoming a real true story? So my son's over here laughing on this end. My daughter's in her room laughing loud. And I'm just like, what's going on? Is this something I'm missing? 
Maybe they're watching the exact same thing. Could be. I doubt it, but it could be. My son more than likely is watching uh, some kind of anime. And she's more than likely talking to her friends, so. Uh, <sighs> Teenagers, go figure, right? Mm -hmm. But it is. <laughs> um, since you brought up Netflix earlier, Miss Jen, uh, have you guys seen the number one show? I mean, by far. Have you finished it? I was in it before everyone else was, but I'm taking longer to watch it because, you know, we, we're old people, so we turn on the TV and we fall asleep in the middle of episodes because we're dumb and old. Oh, I stayed up eight uh, Jeff, so, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I stayed up to like 1.30 in the morning are, Saturday. Are we talking about episode two? What's that? Right. We're not talking about episode two of the British Bake Off, are we? <laughs> no, that'd be next. <laughs> uh, and I think that's more horrific than the show we're talking about, which is Squid Games. Yeah, Squid Games is like the number one show right now. Uh, Kyle, I, I saw I, that I, I some you're... some municipality. I saw that some municipality was suing Netflix over the usage of the public internet to watch that show. So many people were watching that show on their local Netflix on their local like local Wi-Fi that it was clogging up their internet. Um, but I have not seen a second of it. Um, you should, Kyle. It is actually it is very good. Uh, it, you know, it delves into a lot of things, especially human psychology and you know how people react when put in certain situations. Um, well. I will say this, I, I'm interested in it, but it'll be probably mid-November before I have time to sit down and do anything. I would recommend waiting so you can binge it. Uh, you don't, you don't want to try to catch episode after, you know, you want to sit there and watch it all in one. Yeah, it's entirely possible that I am adding two more conventions to the end of this little schedule I'm doing. Is that a good or a bad thing? Uh, it's just a thing at this point. Um, that the schedule was supposed to end with New York Comic Con, and now it's looking like it might include Baltimore and one other show before Cherry Capital Comic Con, which is the real end of the tour. Well, we've got San Diego coming up too. It's virtual though, right? I am not. It's a person. I'm, I'm not heading out to San Diego uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> weekend. I value Thanksgiving too much. Um, as much as I could like come and crash on Brainy's couch for San Diego and drive the eight and a half hours, um, or however far it is. Cause yeah, I was about to say my, it'll take you about another four hours to get there. Cause California is the size of a small country. Um, no, <laughs> as is Texas. <laughs> right. That's California and Texas too. No, it ain't worth it. So no, um, yeah, my schedule is getting crazier, which means I'm falling farther and farther behind on the streaming shows. So I'm, yeah, I've not watched Squid Games yet. Um, I watched one episode of What If. Ooh, that's also the last episode of What If. If you man, I uh, I won't get to see Venom until probably the end of October. I won't get to see. 
Adam's family until the end of October. Um, it's just like it's one of those things is that I, I I'm trading off the things I like for things I like more, and unfortunately that means I have to see people. But you like people. No, I like Comic Con. <laughs> if I could be at the Comic Con by myself, and there'd be just nobody else there, and I just like honor system all the vendors, I'd be happy. I, I might actually be enticed to go back to Comic Cons if I could be by myself. <laughs> I'm excited to hang out though. Jen and I have some fun plans for New York, but I'm excited for that. But other than that, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm. I had this this past weekend was a blast. It wasn't even a Comic Con, so it's got me really amped up to go to be doing stuff with people. So, oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Ray, are you sure he's not watching Beavis and Butthead and working on an impression? I know, right? <laughs> he's doing a pretty good job of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Uh, so what other news happened? I have I have been totally disconnected from the world. Um, so oh man, let's see. We had some good television. Uh, NBA preseason started. I know we don't really care very much, but you know, actually I do care. Uh, <laughs> Rams are uh, killing it. What else we got? Uh, we, you know, in the comic book world, we get our very first shipment of a new distributor, and oh wow! How is your shipment, Miss Jen? Um, I did not open it yet. <laughs> so we we received three different shipments, three different invoices. <clears throat> the largest one's got um, more damage than we would like to. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's at the point where we're like, do we want to report this as a damage? I think we can, you know, the people who are reading will basically buy it. We don't even want to report it. And even after that, it's it's a little discouraging to see. Well, I, it's their first shipment of comics. It is. We know they're going to have to shake it out a little bit. I'm not, I mean, I've pretty much have gotten our customers ready for whatever. Especially, I just, I've basically been telling everybody, just so that you're aware, the supply chain is really stressed right now. And things are going to get a little bit weirder before they get better, so. Yep. Yeah, hopefully people understand. <laughs> I just can't get over him, Brainy. All right, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go check what he's watching. I'll be right back. Because now I'm curious to see what he's watching. Yeah, no. Yeah. If he's watching Squid Game and laughing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna worry about your child. Uh, oh, the news. So he's watching bad YouTube videos, and they do look pretty bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, Kyle went the same way as Facebook right now because, uh, oh no, he's back. Is he back? Is he gone? No, I'm here. I'm just no. I'm reading all the news I've missed. Yeah. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, $7 billion uh, poorer today. Thanks to the, yeah. And the, yeah. That's on top of the revenues they lost today. 
So what? Oh, oh, so that I thought that was the revenue that they were talking about. So what is the seven million dollars plus the stock value? From what I understand, oh. I think that's what it is. The stock value went down seven billion dollars. Oh, that's not good. You know, that's it's kind of, and that's that's one thing we you know. People tend to not understand all these rich billionaires, even though I mean they're, they're there's no way you can feel sad for them, but you know, single hit they lose a lot of money uh, yeah. because a lot of their money is tied into their the value of their companies. Uh, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth. Uh, oh my God, I forgot her last name. The one who's on trial right now. Holmes. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. She went from being a billionaire to dirt poor in one day, just because all of her money was in uh, on paper, and she wasn't really a billionaire. Right. So, uh, rather than talking about rich people having bad days, can we talk about bad things that have happened to good people? I.e., the Muppets uh, haunted mansion was not great. Oh no. Yeah, it was very disappointing. It was kind of a slog. Sorry, man. <laughs> but it's the Muppets. It is the Muppets. That's the thing, right? Like, it should be awesome. And it just wasn't. Um, I, 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 I guess, I, I don't know. Is it, are people over the Muppets? Unfortunately, I think the Muppets have been kind of phased out, unfortunately. Uh, what have they been replaced with? Teletubbies and uh, Blue's Clues and things like that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, for nostalgia's sake, like, you know, uh, do you guys bust out a Muppet Christmas Carol every year at Christmas? No. Unfortunately, no. I don't even know how I can be friends with people. Anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Charlie Brown... Well, it's so we're on the way home from we're on the way back and we're, you know, we're getting to that point where you've been in a long drive and you got to sing along to keep focused. So we put on Broadway musicals and Amanda, my business partner, has never seen Newsies. Okay. And I'm going, I don't know how I can be friends with you anymore. And you guys don't watch them up with Christmas Carol. It's like the things that I hold that I held as like cornerstones of my faith and humanity are not true. Sorry, guys. Uh, so that everybody knew Newsies and everybody watched them up at Christmas Carol. Uh oh, we broke Brainy. No, we, uh, the alarm in my office went off. Trying to figure out. Ghosts. Quite possibly, it's, you know, they said it's a back gate, but. Ghosts. Like at your store? No, at uh, my office where I work. Oh, okay. Wow. All right, I think Brainy's gonna have to go play security guard. No, I'm trying to check the cameras right now. I don't see any movement at all, so. Interesting. It's so cool that we can just like look on our things now. 
right? Right. We're in Baltimore all weekend, and Amanda's talking to her cat through her phone. Like, cat's like, I think, where's the person? You know, like, the technology we have just for pet sitting alone. Yeah. So what other news happened? Um, not very much, I guess. Fair. I think the whole our whole world is currently getting ready for the the kind of back to back to back slaw or the back to back to back you know, hits that are coming with New York Comic Con, um, uh, D23 coming up, Halloween, um, you know, C2E2, Emerald City, um, Baltimore Comic Con, a bunch of stuff that's like kind of big, big time for our industry are all hitting right in a row here. So I think a lot of stuff is just kind of on, well, we're going to see them next week at New York. Why would we make the news now? Yeah. And also, I mean, for me, I get a lot of my news from scrolling through the feed on Facebook, honestly, and seeing what people are up to. And I'll go check that stuff out if people mention it. So to have everything down all day means I have no idea what's going on. It was also some you know, a little bit of peace and quiet, and it was nice to not have all that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we should actually thank uh, whoever, well, let's not get into that. Uh, it, it did help me get some other things done. I got to go to the back room, and uh, we had a bunch of merch come in. We're just starting to, are you guys starting to get your uh, your fourth quarter stuff in, pile up in your store for Christmas? <laughs> Um, well, and you know, this is interesting because the Pokemon's releasing uh, the you know, the celebration this week, this Friday, and uh, our you know, our distributors are finally starting to give us numbers. I'd ordered about a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff so far, only about nineteen hundred dollars is confirmed. Wow, that, that that is a huge allocation gap. I mean, I, I'm just like, wow. And so it's, I have a question for you. Are are we getting now into the danger zone of fallen empires where people order $100,000 intending to get 10000 of it? And if it made, it would destroy them? Um, possibly yes and no. Uh, with Pokemon, that's what I keep thinking. Every set that's being released, I've been bumping up my numbers. This, I was actually ready to put down $100,000 because I knew this would sell. Um, am I reluctant to order other sets? Yes, but sales have not slowed down for us mm-hmm. uh, for Pokemon. Uh, you know, the last set that just came out, we bumped up our numbers, still sold out first week. Um, and we, yeah, you know, we, I, I, I order based on lasting at least a month and having a restock, you know, the second right. wave, third wave coming in. We're, we're unable to, you know, keep it in stock. So, the unfortunate part of it is, and which we expected to some extent, but uh, our our prices have gone up again. Do you guys? Uh, I'm, looking at our, I'm looking at our margins, and our margins are being cut again, and it's just you know it's 
it's hard to explain that to our customers. You know, it's hard to tell them, hey, look, our costs are going up. I, I don't know what you want us to do. You know, we, we've uh, all our expenses are going up. We can't we can't give you these discounts you want. So people are still expecting to get their free for ten packs. Certain people are. Okay. Certain people, and I, I, I don't mean to categorize everybody this way, but certain people who are hoping that they can buy them at you know three, three for ten packs and turn around and sell them at twenty dollars a pack on eBay, um, and they get upset that hey retailers are charging full price and they're not discounting or whatnot, or you know mm -hmm. charging them over market. I'm sorry, not over market, but over SRP. SRP, yeah. Uh, and yeah. But we have a lot of customers that are happy with it, so you know you can't you can't. But it is you know I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to fill the gap of, like you mentioned, even even if we got ten thousand dollars worth, possibly twenty thousand dollars worth, we would have been okay. But you know, right now only about nineteen hundred dollars confirmed, which is not good. Yeah, that's the you demand guys, is going to be so high because uh, you know Target and Walmart and those guys stopped carrying card products because of you know insane people. But on the flip side, um, Pokemon Center has their own direct sale to consumers. And Target and Walmart still sell it on their website. They just don't sell it. Oh. Okay. The, the only thing about the website is there are people who've got bots that go in there and, you know, grab them before other people can. Mm -hmm. So it just makes kids cry more. Yep. Poor kid, uh, man. Yeah, in fact, you know, the we just restocked on a few sets older sets and you know my my staff was asking hey do we want to raise our prices because our costs are higher we paid uh, at like five to ten dollars more per booster box i'm like you know what keep the boosters at that price put a limit down so that kids can get them because it, it is getting to the point where kids aren't able to get packs anymore because you know when they walk in with a five dollar in their pocket they're very excited and they can't get the packs for five dollars so that's one thing we're trying to do at least, you know, keep some of the boosters. Even if we don't make enough money on them, we've limited to, you know, I think we've dropped the limit down to 18 packs max. So people can't even just buy a whole box. And, you know, keeping the price set as low as we can to SRP. Yeah. I wonder what the next, the next thing is going to be. I'm sorry. Well, that, was, that was what I was going to ask is, do you guys think we're going to see this year's Hot Christmas toys be more based on the supply chain than the actual demand well, for the toy. Like, I mean, I remember coming up when it was Cabbage Patch dolls and Tickle Me Elmos and that kind of stuff, and then it was Furbies or whatever. And these were really hot demand items that were, you know, the the, the supply was low, but the demand was also really high. Do you think it's going to be more to do with Supply on everything is low. Demand is the same. Here are the hot products. I'll I'll say yes to both. Um, it, you know, unfortunately, supply and demand it, they're they're always interconnected. Anytime people hear about low supply, the demand goes up. Right. Mm -hmm. And we we know it's it's you know we know that's a factor right now, uh, especially in our industry. Um, we are a luxury item, so we're not given that much precedence. So, uh, I, you know, paper stock is low right now, so yeah, all the comic books are delayed, um, and price of that is going up as well. So it's it's you know, 
that's going to be a factor. Plastic is still scarce. Uh, the toys are more scarce. A lot of stuff is still stuck on boats right now. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that newer stuff that's supposed to come out in November, December is going to be delayed. And we, yeah, we may not see a lot of stuff until uh, January. Yeah, I should. I should what do you talk think about that it. looks like? I mean, um, you know, you've got you've got stores that count on making their whole year in November, December, and they're not going to have the new product because it's still sitting on a boat. Do you think we're going to see an influx of product and toys, especially after the first of the year? Miss Jen. Bye. I think like, that we what's will, that going to do to these see retail megaliths like Macy's or whatever? Well, I mean, like Macy's took on, is it Macy's? One of the big box stores took on Toys R Us. So they, they have Toys R Us's inside of themselves, hypothetically, this season. I don't know if that's a permanent arrangement or if we're going to see them pop in and then they won't be there anymore. Not 100% what no. that looks like. Yeah. If it's Macy's, Macy's um, primary model is they lease out the space mm -hmm. to the brand names. And if that's what's happening, then Toys R Us probably is leasing out the space from them and then paying a commission on, on that. So, um, you know, I, we, I wish comic book stores worked that way. <laughs> Sorry, but I lose that room in mine too. Right. <laughs> um, well, but I guess that's kind of where I'm heading with this, right? Do you think that the small retailers like yourselves who are able to pivot a little quicker, who are able to stay a little bit leaner, are going to do better with the inevitability of the shortcomings of the end of the year? Because, again, Macy's or Kohl's or whoever relies so heavily on Black Friday through Christmas on making their entire year. No, because Macy's and Kohl's and all those, they have much bigger resources than we do. They've, they're also planning out the end of the year uh, starting in January and February. Um, so, you know, I, I think they're better equipped and they will have uh, better resources to get the product uh, more so than we can. If Target wants to, you know, just an example, if Target wants to, they can go to Pokemon or their, their distributor and say, hey, we want this product and we want this on our shelves. And but if they can't get it off the boat because the boat's sitting in the Pacific Ocean. I can, I can already it, see it in our area. If you go to the targets in our area, normally they would be have like these really tall shells built and have all those full and everything is all right now, which should be full, really full. Yeah. And there are like one or two things on every peg. They're not full. The Lego area has like one of everything on the shelf. It's not full. And it's only going to take one weekend of people buying for Christmas, and they're going to be empty. So that I think the advantage is actually going to be for us because collectible stores tends, tend to have not necessarily the newest, hottest thing. But hey, Beyblade has a new set that's out, but we might have a whole bunch of retired oh Beyblade. So they can't find the new stuff. The parents still need something for the tree. Santa's still got a shop. At least that's what we're hoping for. Mm -hmm. um, one of the downfalls of the gaming industry, at least, and the toy industry, unfortunately, is 
we start to see our distributors become our competitors as well. So it's an unfortunate aspect of it. But um, hopefully the stock we have, well, as Ms. Jen said, you know, people will start looking at the older stuff. Now, what you're, we've started seeing the comic book industry already, right? Mm -hmm. I've never felt more justified in my hoard of things in my warehouse than this year. I think I got you beat there, Ms. Jen. <laughs> You've never seen my warehouse. No, I have not, but I'm sure it's more organized than what you saw we had. Uh, I don't know about it organized. <laughs> it's not one of those. You're not going to see like a picture of the, the Amazon warehouse where everything's got you know super high. Oh, man, that's, we, we basically repurpose part of our you know, inline mall. So it's not tall enough to be an actual warehouse, which I wish we had, but. Yep. So do we want to, uh, we want to move on to new comics? Let's do. We got, we got like a few minutes left, like 20 minutes. Um, there's some interesting stuff coming out this week, at least in my estimation. Um, let you guys tell me what you're excited about. Well, you know, uh, this is uh, starting to be a little bit more interesting as well. Yeah, now that we're getting product from three or four different distributors, man, it is getting challenging trying to stay on top of it. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, I think that um, it's getting more and more interesting trying to like I looked at my invoice from Diamond this week and I was like oh no we're in trouble this is not enough right enough food for the churn and then I was like oh yeah we have you know Scout coming in separately and Source Point and Marvel and DC like oh that, that makes it we're okay uh, that reminds me I gotta look at our Scout I, I have a feeling I missed a month on Scout orders I just got notified from Scout that like, did you put in an October order? Like, surely I did. This doesn't make any sense. So I got to do uh, I got to look because I, I do not see any orders or any charging like that for our September. I'm like, uh oh, I hope I didn't miss September. Um, Kyle, are you frozen again? Mm, he's not. <laughs> So a book I'm looking forward to, Dirt, dirt Bag Graphic. What now? Uh, not, dirt Bag Rapture. From, dirt Bag uh, Rapture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I didn't think I was going to be interested. Be so for... what, what was I, that, Ms. Ben? I didn't think I was going to be excited for Jennifer Blood until I talked to Fred Van Lente, and now I, it's my, the one I want to read the most this week. There's a new Jennifer Blood out? Ouch. Yeah, yeah that focus on, because like, she was killed in, killed in prison in the last series she was in. And uh, now we find someone who's, looks like Jennifer Blood, uh, in, you know, small town Utah, where it just happens to be completely, entirely populated by uh, mafioso who are um, have been put there in, under protection witness protection program and many of them have started you know 
ended up dead. Interesting. By her hand? Okay, I'll have to look into that one. I, I, it's not on my list, so. Uh, he who fights with monsters looks very interesting. Mm -hmm. What is that? I may have underordered that. I haven't read it yet. I have a copy here to read. Maybe I'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, but Chicken Devil number one. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's pretty exciting. You have to finally read um, Dark Hold Alpha since we get the we get the A covers now. Right. Uh, out number one from uh, AWA. I read that already. It's great. Is it great? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's uh, if you like wartime stuff, but there's other stuff going on during wartime that is supernatural. This is uh, imagine vampires, but not your traditional ones. These are like really like scary monster looking things. There's a, there's a one shot out from Heavy Metal called Intrusion. It looks interesting to me. Oh, I don't have that on my poll. Interesting. I got it. Ooh, Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. It's a new image book. Wow. See, and this is what I wonder about myself. I am getting a lot of the variants. <laughs> They must have been pretty. Uh, no, not really. Trade paperback of the Silver Coin, which is a book that's not going to get nearly enough credit, but should have won many, many, many awards. Yeah, that got some good, good following for us. Um, it's not awesome impressive. There's Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, in reference to one of Jen's favorite movies of the last year, uh, Wally's Wonderland number one comes out from American mythology. <laughs> I'm curious to see what ASM 75 is all about because, you know, there seems to be such a you know, price increase and whatnot. It's supposed to be an anniversary issue. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. You get Pirate Queen. Number two. Oh, from um, from the bad idea. The bad idea, yes. Oh, I see my other thing that I love, Billy the Kit number one. Oh yes, Billy the Kit number one comes out this week as well. I forgot about that. So I supposedly have a variant cover of that, but I don't <laughs> don't know that I ever saw an actual uh, sample of it or finished the connection. So who knows? Maybe no. Yeah, I think they sent us a preview, Miss Jen. We may have had a preview of that. Yep. I love it. It's about a bunny, a Western bunny tale. Speaking of bunny, isn't uh, was it Bad Bunny or something like that? The Aftershock book, Kyle. Uh, Chicken Devil. No, the other bunny book. Bunny Mask. Bunny Mask. Isn't the next uh, issue coming out this week? No. Issue three? No. 
I believe it is next week. Allow me to double check. No, you're not allowed to double check. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, are you afraid of dark side? Or dark seed, however you want to pronounce it. Yes, are you afraid of the dark? And by the way, that's an are you afraid of the dark reference on the cover. Yep. Um, Arkham City of Order of the world. That looks interesting as well. This bunny mask thing has me all conundrum oh, here. They canceled my Gunslinger Spawn 1 and 1 and 250 cover. Uh oh. Did you miss a number? I, just, I didn't order 250. <laughs> um, should have told me. <laughs> Oh, that was an interesting thing that happened to me too. So, my king spawn number one, you know, that was an adventure, of course. <laughs> yeah. Rainy bunny mask is done. Did I miss issue three? Four you missed three oh, and four. Three came out in August. Four came out in September. I must not have picked up number four. That was, you know, interesting enough. Uh, I was going through our, going through FOC. We look at sales report, and there's a, a few number threes and fours that, you know, are. I picked up issue number one, issue number three, and issue number four of some titles, and completely missed number two. It was like two or three titles that I was after seeing to them. Like, how does that happen? How do I miss number two? I get number one, I get number three, number four, but I don't get number two. So I think there's a mystery that I have to uncover as well. Because I feel like there was an Exo Man of War number, Exo Man of War that did not ever appear. Yeah. Like it skipped it completely and went to the next one. Because we don't have any copies here, and despite the fact we have many extras of all the rest, and it didn't have anything special in it. Interesting. I wonder if I, I look at my Exos as well. I think it's number four. Five comes now. Let's see if XO4 came out. I think it was XO at least. Someone was asking for a specific number. We were like, how in the world do we not have any of that? Interesting. All right. Well, uh, does anybody have a pick of the week? Anything that they want to make sure people check out? Everything we mentioned. Billy the Kit. Don't miss it. It's from Blue Juice. So number four we have is from January of 2021. So if, if, if that's it, uh, and uh, we don't have anything else to talk about because not that much news has happened. And I'll be honest, I'm falling asleep because I'm exhausted uh, <laughs> on a level with which I'm uncomfortable being. Um, we will sign. <laughs> Kyle.
He ran out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that again. Yeah. Right. Uh, so if there, yeah. So it sounds like uh, that's it for the nerd news now this week. Uh, uh, so we'll sign off early um, next week. Miss Jen and I will probably be able to tell you about New York Comic Con. Um, bring you about uh, staying safely ensconced. Uh, of not knowing the New York Comic Con, which is at this point probably the smart thing. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll, uh, I'll get messages from you every half hour saying, "Hey, you're missing right. out on this." <laughs> Maybe. Right. As as my friends, the Cold Hearts, would say, everything fun is a little bit dangerous. So let's take advantage of that. Um, but uh, for Jen and Brainy, uh, I have been Kyle, and this has been Nerd News Now. Thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by the Adventures Comics and Games and Space Cadets Collection Collection. Check out other shows like <coughs> check out other shows on Woodlands Online, like Music Cafe, The Adventure Between Shows, The Best You, Between the Trees, Business Talk, Taste Buds, and much more. You can watch all of these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station KVQT HD Twenty One over the air on your television set if you're in the correct region all these shows and more on roku right now search and add woodlands online tv to your streaming lineup and now you can listen to our podcast shows on spotify itunes iHeartRadio, stitcher google Podcasts, pandora and wherever else fine podcasts are distributed once again i've been kyle the one in the purple suit uh they have been miss jen and brainy in that order uh, on my screen. So we will see everybody next time here on Nerd News Now.